Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Love HQ podcast. This is a place for women who want to explore love, sex, dating, and relationships through an unconventional approach of ditching the normal dating advice, prizing yourself as an individual, and listening to expert interviews from all different walks of life, focusing on how you can get more in touch with yourself as a person, develop better relationships, and live life on your terms. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to another episode of Love HQ. If you are having Groundhog Day with dating sex, and relationships you keep meeting the same kind of wrong guys all the advice you hear is terrible and you never really know where you stand with love and romance you are in the right place Uh, I have this belief uh, my name is Hayley Quinn and I have this belief that you know men and dating the whole thing really isn't set up in our interests a lot of the time most dating advice you hear is from the man's perspective and it's all about catching a guy and keeping a guy and getting a guy and really this means right from the get-go guess what you're on the back foot and what I want to do is actually move you to a position of power so you feel empowered and strong and awesome and amazing in your romantic relationships so if everything has failed so far welcome you're coming home you are in the right place Uh, and I've got a great topic for you guys today Uh, and what that is is early warning signs Uh, and that would be those red flags that you get really in the early days of a relationship that you then reflect back on a year or two later when it's all gone to pieces and (laughs) you realize what a horrible person you were with all along and you go oh my god I should have known because that time when he wouldn't split the bill for me or he cancelled on that date he was showing me his true colors then so what I obviously want to do is I want to empower you to make great choices uh, with the guys that you're meeting and you know what also to have kind of a zero tolerance policy that if someone shows you their true colors and it isn't very nice uh, to let go of them quickly before you get too wrapped up in things and I say this from lots and lots of personal experience so joining me today to talk about what the early warning signs are how how you can spot them out and how you can know when to let go of a guy when it's never going to turn right. This is a very valuable time-saving activity is the lovely Siobhan. She's awesome. She's a kick-ass, empowered, beautiful, I can't, I can't think of enough adjectives to describe her kind of woman. She is also a matchmaker at Catch Me Cupid. So her whole job is based around having to kind of look out for A, what people are really compatible with, and then also giving her clients advice and support so they understand early on in the dating process how to make those key decisions about whether to carry on dating someone or not. 
So thank you for coming on, Siobhan. Thank you, Hayley, and what a, what a lovely intro. Uh, yeah, I'm all blushing now. <laughs> <laughs> and assessment of what a nice... See, here's a good warning sign for Siobhan. She turned up today, said if I wanted anything from the shop, and has bought me milk and digestive biscuits. <laughs> so there we go. I've got, I got a lovely insight into your character from that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I think, yeah, one of the things about relationships is from being doing the whole relationship thing it's actually made me a little bit more of a I'd like to think a nicer person as well (laughs) Um, because it kind of you know when you're kind of helping everyone else with their relationships day to day you kind of have to look at you know ways in which you can improve your character when you're kind of dishing out this advice it's kind of um, so I'm hoping that uh, yeah I've become a better friend and and a better partner through all the kind of you know you have um, to practice what you preach though yeah 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 yeah, exactly so you can be considerate and even I'm a little bit curious about this obviously I do I'm more on the the coaching aspect of the business so I teach Mm. skills to help people to get better at this stuff what what is what do you do as a matchmaker explain <laughs> yeah I mean uh, it's this question I get asked all the time and I'm still figuring it out myself to be fair <laughs> but day to day it involves a lot of meeting people and a lot of listening um, you know the advice is, is part of it but that's kind of almost a, a small part of it mm. a lot of it is just actually really listening to people and I think that um, you know particularly for men and women and particularly for men they're not used to talking about them themselves in the context of relationships so it's really um nice for them to kind of feel that they've got someone they can just come and really just spill out to and um you know and just from talking you can learn a lot about things and and so you kind of get the you get you meet your your clients they come and you have you actually really listen to them Mm. and then you say you go out into the world and you try and find their perfect match yeah exactly although you know i i don't think there's such thing as a perfect match me too (laughs) i would agree um i think it's about finding someone who you can make it work with right and that you're committed to making it work with lovely and realistic i like it yeah and i think that's that's the kind of um you know we can look at hollywood as our ideal but it's 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 never that is it really and truly when no and honestly when you go out looking for that then your expectations are all misaligned anyway for when the person that you meet i think you need someone you can communicate with you have a shared vision and it said who are prepared to work because relationships are work exactly and and actually the whole the big part of it is just introducing two people who are relationship minded right are commitment minded and relationship minded and there are a lot of single people out there but not a lot of relationship minded people out there so it's about actually picking out those people who are actually willing to let's face it put the work in right and I think what happens is a lot of the time, uh, and sometimes I guess it's obvious, like the man is just, he's in some way communicating, he's not up for commitment. In other ways, people, men will get into relationships, but in other ways will demonstrate the fact they're not in the right headspace yeah, for, for commitment, you know. So when a woman is doing these early, in the early dating phase, you know, and often it's like his first few dates, she's trying to work out what this guy is about. Mm. Have you got any indicators or any signs that you'd look out for or just shows of character? Because I think what we were talking about before we switched this on, just as as usual, I'm uh, blabbing away and forgetting to record, is that, Mm -hmm. you know, 
quite early, people can often demonstrate their character in subtle ways to you. Mm. And my grandmother always says, it's like the, they never show it in a big, obvious way mm. sometimes. It'll be like the small way that they treat somebody else or how kind of um, they didn't think it was a big deal to cancel on you or the mm. fact they were that bit selfish. You know, there'll be signs of actually, hang on a second, this guy, you know, he might be really seductive. He might be really good at doing the wooing bit. Yep. Is he going to come through for me as a long-term partner? That's the thing. And I think a lot of time women fall for a guy based on his poten- potential yep. rather than what he's actually presenting himself to be to you. Right. So it's like he's got the good job, he's got a good education, he's handsome, he's got a nice place, he's got a nice family, he's got all these great things going for him. And you think, what a catch, you know, I can't let go of this guy. But is he actually treating you like you are the catch right like you are the prize and you are the person that he is going to cherish and you know he doesn't want to let go of and a lot of time it's it's usually us women that are you know holding on to the possibility i see it all the time that women will stay in relationships years yeah just waiting for that 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 possibility to then you know flourish and for it to present itself but it doesn't happen and i must say this is what I've realised recently from my own person, even relationship experience, is that you don't have to wait two, three years for a guy to show you that he's committed or even wants to marry you. Right. A guy will literally show you that he has those intentions very early on. Yes. Like, very early on, you know. Even, even in my experience, I've been with, you know, the guy that I'm with now. After even just <clears throat> a few months of being together, he's already talking about the future. He's already... And that's what I'm saying. You don't need to wait. Until a year, two, three years. And this is what I really, this is what really ticks me off, is that women have been told to feel embarrassed and ashamed of wanting commitment or wanting those things. And because of that, it's like, oh, we better not scare the man off and actually better just be, you know, shouldn't really bring that thing up. No, like a guy who's honestly is open to commitment and is in the right headspace to give you that is going to be cool to talk about those kind of things with you. When a guy's ready, he's ready. From, From day one, He's happy to talk about those things because he doesn't want to waste his time either. Right. When he's ready to meet that woman that he's, he wants to actually, you know, and he says at a point in his life where, you know, yep, yeah, I, I, I want to be in a committed relationship that's going to lead to something. I want a partnership. Right. That's the key word for me. Yeah, me too, actually. I think that's the one thing you should look for because it is a partnership. It's two people coming together to work at something. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, often I find actually the people that make the best partners to you are not the person that you you walk into the bar you have this massive spark Mm. you're then madly in love loads of sex arguing all within the space of like 48 hours like that to me is not screaming good partnership that's right yeah and i think that's a lot of things people are driven by the passion they're looking for the passion they go on date one oh there was no spark there move on to the next one but actually it's the friendship that you want to be looking for first and foremost. Can you see this guy being a good friend? Is he a good friend to his own friends, for example? Mm-hmm. You know, how does he treat him? The, the, one thing I've noticed, even like, you know, like the warning signs. Say, for example, your guy's not very good with money. Now, this mm-hmm. is one of the things. Say, for example, he's the kind of guy who maybe, I don't know, lends a bit of money off his friends. Again, oh, no, it's no big deal. Friends got to chase him for the money. 
Yes. Those kind of things. That's so good. Bad character. Also, I would say like, oh God, I'm going to stick the knife in now. Like my dodgy ex. <laughs> who, to be honest, I've given a really easy ride on this podcast so far. <laughs> he used to go on worse. He used to borrow money from his mother mm. all the time. And not even not even in a nice way. would just be like, give me give me this money. Whoa. This you know, entitlement. Yeah, and honestly, mums, I, oh, I'm really gonna really wade into territory. I've known nothing about here, but I do think that sometimes women can accidentally raise very entitled sons oh, by putting yeah. them on a pedestal, yeah. and they can do no wrong. And you know what? They they have to know that they can do wrong, and they have to have respect for the women in their life. And if they don't have respect for their mums and their other social relationships, exactly, it's bad a sign. bad side. It's a bad sign. It's a, sh- a sign of being irresponsible, right? And honestly, also, I think as as a, as a man, they have a real th- thing about they need to feel some security or some degree of being settled it doesn't mean they have to be a millionaire or anything mm. like that it's more of a sense of where they are at in their life and if yeah. they're not grounded if they're constantly you know fl- flying from one bit career to the next or displaced in their home space they're never gonna feel like they're able to look after you as well exactly exactly so yeah that alone those kind of things that I, I look out for and you know another thing is just how kind of courteous he is towards you from mm. the beginning you know one thing that I've noticed when, you know, when I send the guys out on dates, I always say to them, you know, little gestures go a long way. Mm-hmm. It could even be something simple as, you know what, you've got a date on a weeknight when she's coming from work, she's got to go home, she wants to go home, shower, get changed, rush back out again. You know what it's like? We're all flustered. We don't really want to be getting on buses and tubes. And like, How about you even send an Uber? You know, it doesn't cost a lot. Right. So- 
doesn't cost you less than more than 20 quid does it but it goes a long way I love that that. we're going to bring this up on the guys podcast (laughs) for sure we'll we'll re-educate them for you don't worry ladies Um, so I'm just trying to think of other dodgy oh tell them that story quickly about the the guy that you saw because that's a great that's a great anecdote sorry honey but just before I move on from the Uber story what made me think of that was because I remember once there was a red flag where a guy made her walk to the bus stop by herself now that's a red flag if yeah. a guy leaves you late at night and is happy for you to go on your way and walk to the bus stop by yourself late at night that's a red flag for me yeah because I think that's also guy. no and you need a guy who's stepping into that protector provider role for you and is actually looking after you somewhat yeah exactly so yeah the, the example that we used earlier was a guy that I dated very briefly and you know saw him the other day in a social context and he was relaying a story about uh, he was actually delighted to hear about the death of a family dog because his reasoning for that which he thought was perfectly reasonable to, to suggest was that well it's because I had my Fridays and Saturdays as a teenager taken away from walking this bloody dog and he sort of then went and, and made a kicking gesture and I was like wow you know that's not a nice guy for me and a friend of mine she had a guy who she had a hamster on her balcony and he went and he actually kicked the hamster as he what? walked out. What? It's like a guy that kicks an animal, you are an absolute, you know, not going to swear, but not a nice man. Not a nice man. Move and on. And it's also the selfishness of it. It was his Fridays Selfish. and Saturday night. Selfishness. That's resented, another. Resented that kind of sacrificing his time for someone or something else. Yeah, it gets um, self-important. Yeah. Also no. not good. Don't like that either. Um, I'm trying to think of some other really... Oh, here's another one that I think will come up really commonly for, for you and you might you might recognise it. It's when the guy, you know, and I, I think he's trying to be flirtatious and, you know, it's probably the sort of thing you would have found attractive when you were like 18, when he's saying, he's like, oh, you know, you're a difficult one to make an arrangement with. And I'm mm. like, but you, you haven't rung me up. You haven't set a date to me. You're here, you you cancel at the last minute and then you, you try and... You sh- to jump as soon as you say so, jump. And then try yeah. and shift all the blame onto me. No. No can like, do. I know, I don't, <laughs> I don't give much credit to guys that do all of that sort of game playing. I think you want a nice, clear, straight communicator. No one that's, that's too difficult it. to figure out. Yeah, if a guy, and that's another thing, you know, is that typical, oh, he hasn't texted back. But to be fair, that is a red flag. If you text a guy and he doesn't bother to get back to you till four hours later or next day later, very vague with you, you know what? No, you don't need that. You want a guy that's just going to be clear. You know, the kind of guy that's going to ring you up on his lunch break at work. Yeah. You know, kind of guy that's going to ring you at the end of the evening, see how your day was, you know, to wish you good night. These are not too much to ask for. And a guy that's really genuinely interested and is investing in a relationship, mm-hmm. they, are not, they are not, you know, too much to ask for at all. So, yeah, if a guy's going to not be that regular kind of communicative kind of guy, then, yeah, I'd say jog him on. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Jog on. Uh, and also, you know what you do then? You do two really awesome things for yourself. One, you save time, you know, and that actually, that's amazing mm. because otherwise you start investing and we've all been there in the bad, bad relationship because you've been in it so long. It feels like that much worse to have to give up on the fact and accept this is never going to come right. Mm. Secondly, sometimes the guy at this present moment in time you know we don't know what's going on with the rest of his life he could have some other stuff going on that's absolutely nothing to do with you Mm. but that means that he is not in the right space to have a relationship if you push hard now and actually don't go oh i recognize he's not his intimacy levels he's not he's he's not there he's Mm. not ready 
If you let that go, you never know. In a year or two, he could get his act together and might re-engage and he might be in a better headspace. But there is no point dragging a horse to water. No. Go find another horse. And, and nagging him into a relationship. You know, right. no, and no guy wants to be in a relationship with one who's nagged him into it. No, and then they look back on it and you know what they do? They, they, they go, oh, they actually will think that they because they haven't worked for the woman and because they haven't made that decision themselves, mm. at some point they start to doubt the relationship and the whole thing falls to pieces anyway. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, you know, guys can fake relationships, by the way. I've seen it happen before. Mm. You know, a guy that I was sat, it's quite scary, a guy I was sat down the other day, so he was mad for 18 years and wasn't happy for one of them. Oh. But it's one of those things where sometimes... You know, you feel like, okay, I'm going to do what my parents did. And that was his thing, you know? Right. He just wanted to carry on with the relationship. So, lots of guys will stay in relationships out of duty. Duty, duty. yeah. Duty or a feel of like guilt. Duty. You want to be for your absolute adoration Should. of you. you know? Yeah. That's what you want. Exactly. You want that guy. Yeah. And they do exist. They do. <laughs> they do exist. But that you won't find them if you're wasting all your time and energy after someone who you, you hope will mystically turn from a frog into a princess. Exactly. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> so what I always do is, uh, I love this. I, I want to rant forever. Uh, maybe you guys want to check out my Attraction HQ podcast as well, which is the one typically for the guys because I'm going to have Siobhan on that as well. So if you're loving her style, get more of her uh, over there. Um, I also always end every podcast with four questions. So I'm going to ask them to you, Siobhan, and mm. just give me give me your answers. So on the spot, yeah. So <laughs> number one, something a limiting belief, like something you thought couldn't be possible when you were younger, but since you've you've grown up and you've recognised actually you can make it happen. I think the one that stands out to me, Ailey, is that um, you know particularly my mother's voice rings in my head a lot of time in life, <laughs> and I can't say she's always sort of had the same outlook in life as I have. Let's say so. One of the things that she would always say to me was, you know, well, you say you want to do something, but you can't because you're not qualified to do it. Oh, um, and I've actually kind of said, well, two fingers up to that kind of mentality because. <laughs> I don't actually need to be qualified per se to do what I love. Um, so if you've got a passion for something, you know, like the matchmaking, there isn't actually any, you know, university route that you can take to become a matchmaker. You've just got to be interested in people, essentially. Right. Um, we were saying like school of life, school of life. School of life. That's people always ask me that as well. They go, have you done some coaching? Qualif-? And I was like, no, I've literally sat down with thousands of people for thousands yeah. of hours and listened to them. And you know what? You can't, there isn't, I, I will. You can't beat it. No, really. you can't. Like, I don't think there's any like ridiculous, I'm not going to go to sit through a weekend training from the coaching academy, which is a made up <laughs> business to put like a made up sticker on my wall. Like <laughs> F that. Like if you, don't, if you think what I'm saying is rubbish, you don't have to listen anymore. Yeah. But no, that's exactly it. You know, it's just, I think it's just about being a bit of a go-getter and just saying, you know, yeah, this is something I'm interested in. I'm going to pursue my interest in that. And it doesn't have to be through that particular institution. So, um, yeah, that's, that's been my thing. I'd say from, from there, that was a belief that I had for a little while, but it didn't, didn't stay with me for too long. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I like it. Um, secondly, a romantic thing, a romantic moment from your life. A romantic, oh yeah. Um, do you know what? One of, one of the most romantic things, it was just, you know, when it's, I think for me, uh, it was when I was a teenager and it was one of my, it was my first love and it was just, you know, typical sort of Valentine's Day thing, but it was really cute. Like basically, um, 
he turned up at the train station with all like these love heart balloons and and you know the chocolates and the teddy and all my favorite cds he bought which i'm a big music lover so that for me the fact that he'd actually paid attention to the music that i love and went and got out all my favorite cds i thought that was really cute and you know that typical kind of run a bath all the all the flowers up the stairs type thing so yeah that was really sweet um and yeah, there was a proposal that came on on Valentine's Day at once, but I actually thought it was a joke. So it was supposed oh, to no. be, yeah, it was supposed <laughs> to be romantic. But I basically kind of ruined it by kind of being like, oh yeah, okay, what have you got? A hula hoop uh, tucked behind this. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I kind of ruined it. But yeah, that was that was cute. But no, I've, I tend to go for guys that are a bit soppy generally. So um, oh, you know yeah, what? Give me a soppy yeah. guy anyway. Yeah, a soppy, I like soppy guys. A soppy and also someone who's community warm, friendly, yeah. open. But I like a geek as well. You know, like yeah, I can't yeah. be bothered with like the. The too sexy, much swag. dashing yeah. swag guy anymore. No way. No way. Give me a geek any day of the week. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Is that going to be our love hack then? Because I always ask mm. for a love hack. That's a good one. Yeah, give me a geek any day of the week. week. But also, I think... Um, uh, one of my favourite authors um, and sort of inspirational speakers is Maya Angelou. Oh, I love her. And yeah, me too. And it was... Um, one of, the, one of the sayings that always sticks with me is when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. I love that. So, I love that. So yeah. with his early morning signs, you know, if you clock it and you know it because you'll go home after the date and you'll something will feel off or you will feel like a boundary has been set on, you're not comfy with that behaviour, don't dismiss it. Don't dismiss your instincts. This is this is the key. Mm-hmm. This is where people are showing you what they're about. Like don't ignore it. Like if yeah. you you actually have to focus on the true qualities that people are showing. Um last question. Mm. Life hack. <laughs> Life hack. Uh, screw it and just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I love it. It is so true. I think life has to be that careful balance, right, of like being out there and being a go-getter and really, really going after what you want. But then also I'm really big on taking time out to reflect, to listen to people, to having time in your own headspace. So when you're thinking about this love thing, if you want to have it, of course, be proactive. Of course, find new opportunities to meet people, learn some skills to say hi, put yourself out there but also take some time out for yourself prize yourself value yourself hang out with you uh, and then you know what if you get that little voice of self-doubt or they did do some weird behavior it will become apparent and you can reflect on it positively and let it go easily and then move on to something better um i've loved this podcast uh, if you want to find out more about you how can they how they find out about your work yeah so um i am on twitter although i'm not much of a tweeter to be fair um, i just tweeted at you today actually oh, yeah, see what i mean I'm like literally not the most active tweeter. I need to get get a bit more on on my game there. But you can follow me, um, which is Mrs Cupid on Twitter, um, which is M I S U S. Or you can just go to CatchMeCupid.co.uk and then you can um, send me an email or anything from there as well. Awesome. <laughs> and of course, if you love this podcast, then we give our time for free because we're tr- this is my resistance radio where I get to bring the true message of love and give advice that is actually helpful that empowers you to make the right decisions in your life. So if you like it share it send it to a friend who needs to hear it hear it subscribe comment do whatever you can because this is a part a new mission where we're actually moving women into the position of power to make the right choices in our relationships so thank you so much for listening again love to you all and i'll speak to you again next week 
Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as plain old Hayley Quinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support. 